Hi everyone, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Kingdom Work episode 10. I was blind, but now I see. This episode is about how when we're focused on the wrong things with the wrong perspective, we become blind to so much beauty God offers us in this life and that when we give our lives to God, we will see him, ourselves, others, and life completely different and it's the most beautiful feeling. Before we get started, um, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for being who you are. And I pray that throughout listening to this episode, your heart is softened towards the Lord and what he may be trying to teach you. I pray that you feel loved and encouraged as you go on about your day or as you're ending it. In Jesus' name, amen. God will open your eyes to such a beautiful life if you let him. Just knowing Him and having a relationship with Him will allow you to naturally notice beauty all around your life where you otherwise might not have recognized it. This was the case for me anyways. Um, I used to be a very pessimistic person thinking that I was protecting myself from disappointment, but really all it was doing was stealing the joy from my life and the opportunity for me to be hopeful and excited about things, which are great feelings and being in a constant state of expecting things to go wrong, it's a stressful way to live. I was always scared of worst case scenario, scared that something would go wrong or something that I really wanted wouldn't happen, with the main stressor being fear of the unknown regarding my future. Jer- Jeremiah 29:11, a very popular verse says, "'For I know the plans I have for you,' declares the Lord, "'plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So things that used to scare me, I can now have hope and security and excitement in. I am secure in the fact that God has a plan for my life. So if things don't go the way I think I want them to go, which has been the last two years of my life, I am able to be at peace because I know my God has a perfect plan and works intentionally. I know that no might just mean not yet, or maybe it means No, because I have something better in store for you at the right time. And in the meantime, I can wait patiently and faithfully knowing that I will be taken care of no matter what. I also used to be kind of afraid to talk to people I didn't know, especially if it was about God in fear of rejection or mockery. John 15, 18 says, and this is Jesus speaking, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. And Sorry, if you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. There's a saying when one feels like the gospel or maybe any faith is being pressed onto them aggressively, they feel like someone's shoving religion down their throat. Personally, I never want to do that or make someone feel like that. You don't have to read or recite a Bible verse to someone for them to feel the love of Jesus. You just love them. Be kind, be intentional, be patient, be gentle, have self-control, remain faithful, display the fruits of the Spirit by just living, and you can say a whole lot without actually saying anything. So something that used to scare me now gives me encouragement that when someone expresses curiosity or interest in why I am the way that I am, I have the opportunity to share whatever it is God puts on my heart. I have the opportunity to share the gospel. But most importantly, that person now has the opportunity to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And that's not scary at all. 
I used to be pretty selfish. Sometimes it's hard not to be, I'll be honest, but I was always thinking about myself and how I was benefiting from fill in the blank. I was inwardly focused on whatever I was doing. And this caused a lot of anxiety because since I had so much time to think about myself, I had so much time to think negative thoughts. Always thinking about yourself also brings a sort of entitlement, I think, too. Um, for example, I used to work at a burrito place in college. I absolutely adored working there. Working for the people I did and building relationships with the regular customers, that job was 10 out of 10. Um, however, like any job anywhere, you're going to run into some people who aren't the nicest or aren't in the best mood. And when this would happen and someone was rude to me, and this would not only just happen at work, like this is, this would happen all the time throughout anywhere. Like even if I was a customer somewhere and the worker was rude to me, like I would immediately become offended and my demeanor would change. And I would think to myself, I did literally nothing wrong to you. Why are you giving me jerk behavior? And sometimes it would put me in a bad mood. I would let their attitude affect me even after they left because I was thinking about me. I was thinking, how could they treat me like this when actually it wasn't about me at all? Philippians 2, 3-4 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, hum in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. So now that I'm a Christian, I never encounter rude people. God shields me from the... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I still do all the time. That's real life. It's going to happen. But um, what's different is my heart towards that person and what they might be going through. I've done nothing wrong to that person. That's still the truth. So that means their attitude and behavior is nothing personal to me. It's a reflection of what's going on with them. They might be hurting or grieving or had a terrible morning or maybe they're just a bitter, ugly person on the inside. Um, there's always a reason though. But me retaliating and giving them the same attitude in return will do absolutely nothing to benefit or help them. It will do the opposite of showing them the love that they need, the love of Jesus, the love of a savior, the love of a friend. I now see this as an opportunity to brighten their mood, make their day better, and just pray that they feel loved and seen and encouraged as they go on about their day. Maybe that person is bitter because they've spent their entire lives feeling unloved or that no one cares about them, and people like me um, treated them poorly because I was too concerned about myself, which would, without a doubt, reinforce that lie. You could be the only person that makes eye contact with them, smiles at them, shares a simple word of encouragement or compliment them, and that could truly make such an impact without us even realizing it. And even if that doesn't happen, if we make no positive impact on their life whatsoever, the possibility is worth it. Treat them with kindness anyway because of what could happen in their hearts or their lives. I was truly blind to so many people that needed to be loved, but now I see life completely different. I can see that God has a plan for me in my life, a plan to prosper and not harm me. I can see that I do not belong to the world, and that is why it hates me. God has chosen me out of the world and has chosen me for eternity. 
I can see that someone's negative or hateful attitude is someone holding up a sign saying, I am hurting and I don't know how to properly handle these feelings. I can see a world full of beautiful things, beautiful people, and so many opportunities for people to encounter the love of God. I had a dream, I think it was on Monday night. Guys, I woke up feeling so grateful and that the message of the dream was crystal clear to me. It was so beautiful and awesome. Um, but okay, so you know how dreams are weird. I was watching myself from like a third perspective third person perspective like I was outside of myself if that makes sense so I was watching myself get laser eye surgery and in real life I've never had contacts or glasses I've been blessed with good vision um, so back to the dream it was a quick procedure and then as soon as I sit up it's just the two of us me and the other me <laughs> and we were both kind of giggling at first and I introduced myself I stuck out my hand and I said nice to meet you and then the surgery me just started bawling and all I could say was, I can see. Um, to me, this dream is a reminder of my life before and after letting Jesus transform me. In John 9.25, it says, one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. In the context of that verse, it's coming from a man who was born blind and Jesus healed him and gave him sight by rubbing mud on his eyes and telling him to go wash in the pool of Salome, I think is how you pronounce it. This word means scent. And there's a lot more to that, but it's John chapter 9 if anyone wants to read further. My point is, I have had the privilege of being able to see my whole life. Um, I'm not blind. I, I don't have to wear glasses or contacts. I can see. But I remember after giving my life to God, I felt as if I had been blind my entire life until that moment. I felt like Jesus opened my eyes and I could finally see. And if you know what I'm talking about, I don't sound crazy. If I sound crazy, that's okay, I might be. But I truly pray that you're able to experience this same feeling one day. God, thank you for seeing me, knowing me, and loving me still. Thank you for opening my eyes and for the gift of sight. In Jesus' name. I hope you have a good day, weekend, and until next time.